you so very much. Thank you for being my best friend through the good times, the bad times, man. You've been there for me. And I love you. I tell the world I love R.L. Garner. You are my best friend. And I just appreciate your friendship from the ninth grade until our um, into our thirties, man. You've been there for me, and I appreciate you. I appreciate your beautiful husband. You all have been a blessing to me. You've been a blessing to my family, and I appreciate true friendship. Thank you so much just for being real. And. It's hard to find real friends out here, but you've been real. Got me cried. I'm out here in, in the woods going, I'm in South Carolina, but um, I had to just pull over before 12 and just wish you a happy birthday. I wish you so much happiness, so much peace, prosperity, health, wealth, and I'm just praying for you. I'm praying that God just answers every prayer that you have this year, man. I love you sincerely. And I thank God for you. Have a good night. So what you guys just heard was a clip from my best friend. That video was a video that she did in 2016, which was my 36th birthday. And I remember texting her and saying that you forgot about me. And um, in her special way, <laughs> she did that. And, uh, you know, had she known three years later that I'd be talking about her in past tense, I wonder what would she have done things differently? And honestly, I don't think she would have. I don't think she would have. But that's just a snippet of the personality that I got to grow, know, and love over the years. She and I had a 20 plus year friendship. A lot of people can't say that, but I can say that about her. She introduced me to some friends. She introduced me to family members. And she really just allowed me to celebrate life with her. So, by the way, this is my first podcast. And keep in mind, I'm an artist. And I'm sensitive about my ish. Alright? I say that to say, I'm giving you guys a special snapshot of this before I release it. To give me some feedback, some critique, and so on and so forth. Just because I do want to see this vision and see how far it takes me. So, join in on this journey as I talk to you guys and record my first podcast in the memory of my best friend Darlena Marie McDonald. So Darlena and I have known each other for over 20 years. Um, we met in high school. Honestly I never imagined that I would be talking about her in the past tense. Like I thought we were going to grow old together and that we were going to you know sit back and reminisce of the things that we did when we were younger but Unfortunately, her life was cut short, um, but I do feel her here. I feel her presence. I feel her watching on us. I feel her smiling down on us. Um, but the hard part is knowing that I'll never see her again. Darlena was an extremely lively person. Um, to give you guys a little bit of kind of what happened with her and her untimely passing, 
Um, November 5th, Darlena went into the hospital and uh, was told that she needed to, she had a cyst and was told that she needed to return after they lanced the cyst. And then they gave her a diagnosis that she had AML. Well, uh, AML is a cancer that attacks the bone marrow. Um, it's normally in older patients, but you know, um, they did find it in her bone marrow. Um, she had a 75% chance of survival. Things were looking good. She was an otherwise healthy person. And then on the 19th, we were told, I'm not so much angry as I am sad thinking about how it happened. You know, I, I, I replay in my mind that November 1st, she was fine. November 5th, she went into the hospital. November 9th, she went into, you know, uh, she went to go home with the Lord. And, and it's just mind boggling to me because when you think of diseases like cancer, you think of, you know, this person being an ailment for months or years, not weeks. And that's the part that just boggles my mind. And, um, you know, um, knowing Darlena like I know Darlena, she did not like pain. She did not like to be in pain. So, you know, if given the choice, she decided to go home with her Lord and I can't be mad with that. You know, if anything, I'm happy that she made the decision to, 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 to be in her rightful place and that's staring down on us. This grieving process, it, it, it's, it's hard. Um, I can tell you guys that I, you know, I'm getting better by the day. I can tell you guys that, you know, um, I do have moments of sadness. I do have moments of, 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 you know, regret and, you know, thinking that I could have done more and thinking that I could have prayed more or, you know, done something different to keep her here. But, you know, it, it's life is not so simple sometimes. Life is not so simple. But this podcast is going to be in memory of her. I am going to tell you guys the story of when we first met and some of the challenges that we've had over the years. Not necessarily challenges. I mean, we just had moments where we just had to look at each other and say, I can't do you right now, as in all friendships. So let's get started. So we met 20 years ago. We met in high school. I was a couple years older than her, and she was actually friends with um, my half-brother's sister, who I call sister. And, um, you know, she was just really a cool person. Um, you know, she wasn't about drama um, then. She was a, a, a very reserved person. And I was introduced to her, you know, um, along with her brother, Daryl, um, you know, who were twins. They are twins. Um, I forget who is the oldest between the two, but yes, they were twins. But um, I, she would come around, um, you know, our, um, you know, lockers and just kind of talk and, you know, we would eat lunch together from time to time. And, um, you know, before I came to know who I am today, I did, um, I did like Darlena. She was, she was really pretty. The one thing that I absolutely loved about her is that 
even though Darlena was not like the normal uh, all-American girl, she had this personality that just encompassed you. It made you feel like you, the best way I can explain it is a person that's hugging you while they're talking to you, you know? And even in high school, she had that. She was just very sweet. And I did like her. I, I developed uh, a, a crush on her. And we, you know, unfortunately that didn't work out, but we became the best of friends. Um, you know, we, again, would eat lunch together. Whenever I would see her out in the hallway, I would walk her to class. You know, it was as perfect as perfect could be. And um, then I transitioned, um, I graduated, because I graduated in 99 and Darlena graduated in 2001. Um, I went into the military and uh, we lost touch for a little bit. And um, we probably went a couple years of not speaking, not because I was mad at her or not because she was mad at me. It was just the, you know, the graduation shuffle. You come back and, you know, you, you try to see who you can see and hang out with who you can hang out with. But, you know, for the most part, uh, we just didn't move in the same circles. And then one day I... I'm walking through the mall with my friend, uh, Selena, and I see Darlena. And I'm like, hey! And we, you know, we kind of embrace each other and, uh, you know, uh, exchange numbers. And um, I told her I was in Iraq. She said, I will write you. And I said, sure. You know, I told her I would call her when I got there. And I happened to be on mid-tour leave at the time. So um, while I was over there, she did write. Um, I did call her a couple times. And when I got back from Iraq, I, you know, that's when our friendship really started. Um, she, uh, and this, at this point it was about 2003. And, uh, you know, we maintained a, a, a really good friendship. She introduced me to her family. Um, she introduced me to some of her good friends. And, you know, there was always this loving, you know, relationship that we had for each other, you know. Um, she was just very sweet and sincere. And looking back at her life now, the one thing that I remember about Darlena, the absolute most is how urgent she was with everything. Everything had to be now, now, let's do it now. And looking, I understand why now. I understand why she had that sense of urgency. You know, maybe her soul knew that she had, you know, a certain amount of time. And it wanted to make sure she did whatever she could to have the most fun out of life. And she did that. You know, if it was a cruise that she wanted to go on or if it was a um, anything, there was no fear in her mind. And that was one of the things that I adored about her. No fear. I don't remember Darlena being afraid about anything. And that was the one person I felt connected to. And as we got older, you know, our relationship really flourished into a beautiful thing where we just were able to sit down and just converse about just what we wanted our lives to be and who we wanted to be with and, and you know, what we wanted from people and people who made us mad. You know, it just turned into a, a, a really amazing just beautiful picture, you know, um, not to say we didn't have our arguments. Um, 
the last time Darlene and I were really upset at each other was in 2006. We had a little bit of a tiff this year, but, you know, it didn't um, turn out as bad as it did in 2006. You know, 2006, we stopped talking for months and uh, somehow, some way we just were able to reconvene and and get past our differences. And, you know, that was the one amazing thing about her. You know, she was able to oversee the to see the big picture of it all and not be so consumed. Now, I ain't saying that when Darlene was angry, she was hard to talk to. No, that's not the case. Quite so very hard to talk to. But, you know, we were all in our feelings and we were all in, you know, this quest to try to, you know, get greater understanding of ourselves and, and each other. So there's no ill will. And uh, I would love to have one of those arguments right now if that meant that I get to to be with her a little longer. And, um, you know, I have nothing but great things. She was the absolute bestest friend you could have. She met my husband. They have their own relationship. Uh, you know, she adored him. He adored her. Sometimes I would get jealous of, you know, their connection that they had. But that's just the the the, the person she was. She needed to have that that genuine connection that was deeper than just surface, you know? Um, and she really did taught me how to love. She taught me um, as long as her, uh, as well as her family. They taught me, you know, that you get to choose your family, um, you know, um, and they chose me when I'm forever grateful for that. So it's a small thing for me to dedicate my, uh, my, my podcast to her because she's done so much in my life. You know, teaching me about womanhood, teaching me about, you know, how to love, how to be compassionate. You know, the, the list goes on and I miss her. And um, there's no other way for me to say it other than to just say it that way. And um, 